0: Oh no no she's mine, mine mine. No no she's mine, mine, mine. Oh the girl is mine, Sing. mine mine. The girl is mine. Du, 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 du. Because the dark girl is mine.
1: We're amazing.
0: Are we recording? We are recording. Oh that's good. Hey. <laughs> Jerome!
1: And I'm Kenyon, welcome to We Love That.
0: In this, our very first episode, we are talking about Michael Jackson, who's the king of pop and basically everything else.
1: We are so excited to finally share this podcast with you all. We've been working on it for a long time. And this, our first episode, we recorded a little while ago, so there are some dated references.
0: But without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Woo! (laughs)
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you, Kenyon? I am doing pretty good, Jerome. How are you doing
0: over there? Um, I, To be honest with you, it has been hot for mm. a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. Really for weeks and weeks. I um, mean, it's the
1: summertime. That's what I mean. Yeah, part technically. Okay. But um,
0: <laughs> it's been hot. I had my fan facing my face the other night as I was sleeping. And now I'm a little sick. But I'm coming through it. But if I erupt in cough, a coughing fit, <laughs> if erupt I erupt in, cough. in a coffin, <laughs> um, it's because I'm sick.
1: Well, you know, I, I, must, I must say I've not been having those problems. I have been that's blessed. unrelatable. <laughs> blessed with that lovely AC unit. I hate you. Um, and that's been taking care of me in the nighttime. Um, but nothing else has been taking care of me. In the distance. <laughs> at any time, honestly, of, of day or night. So... We could use a little bit more of that, but I'm feeling good. I'm in high spirits. This was a good week. Oh, I w- I wouldn't agree for myself, but I'm glad it was a good week for you. Well, you know, maybe we can, maybe <laughs> we can not swap, but just uh, mix it around. Shuffle and around. get the best of shuffle both. Shuffle along. <laughs> both
0: somethings. Thank you. Oh, man. Welcome to our very first episode, this I guess. Is wild. This That's is, cool.
1: This is the first one.
0: <laughs> this is actually the last one we're recording. <laughs> i mean. It's not true. It's
1: just a lie. It's Your, just a lie. Jerome is going to lie to you guys often, and I'll be here to distract. You straighten out better the stop saying that. <laughs> oh, coming for me now. <laughs> um,
0: we're so it's our first episode, so we're going to throw out a whole bunch of stuff. One little thing we're going to do, uh, which Kenyon described <laughs> earlier as a moment for the world.
1: It. It's that's a. It's a great way to describe it. It's a moment. For what's going on out and about in in these streets, in these streets, okay,
0: in the world, um, I think that's great.
1: Um, what is your moment in the world? Drew? I've got a couple. Okay, There's a lot going on. Oh my. The,
0: okay, the first thing that I think everyone's been talking about, and by everyone, I mean not everyone, but what they should be talking about, okay, okay, uh, is Lady Gaga is in this movie coming out oh on October fourth. Oh okay, go see it. Directed by Bradley Cooper. Um, it's called A Star is Born. First of all, Lady Gaga's about to win an Oscar.
1: <laughs>
0: and that's kind of a conversation for another day, but Lady is about to win an Oscar um, for this movie. Of course, A Star is Born, I presume that you know this, um, if you aren't don't a fool.
1: that I know much of anything about It was that.
0: a movie that was first made in 1937. Oh, I did know this. I did know this. Um, it was then made into a musical starring Judy Garland in 1954. A, a- Queen. Then A there was another queen. movie in 1976 with Barbara Streisand. What? I mean, we've yes, the, Barbara Barbara what? Streisand, and I want to say Robert Redford. Um, they were
1: they were in another movie. They were in the way we were. Oh, you're okay. right. That was the way we were, which is I cry to that. At it was, was it was someone night. else. I'm not looking it up. <laughs> That's not what this is
0: about. Um, and this most recent remake originated as back in 2011. Way back it was there. going to be directed by Clint Eastwood, and it was going to star guess who Beyonce <laughs> Giselle Carter. Literally, no. Yes. What? But that clearly was canceled. Now it's starring Lady Gaga, and she's going to be amazing. The real moment Ouch. is that the film premiered at the Venice Film Festival this week, um, and Lady Gaga was wearing this absolutely amazing Valentino pink gown. Ugh, it was amazing.
1: She looked fantastic. She like stepped out of the car. Oh my god, the pictures! Every, she looks she like looked. She looked amazing. Her best life. Yes. The fullest of fantasies. It was amazing.
0: She looked stunning. So if you haven't seen that, I suggest you hit up a Google.
1: <laughs> Good. You're welcome. <laughs> Good advice for you there. You're welcome. Um, my my you know moment in the in the universe really, <laughs> um, is that I it, India has just decriminalized gay sex,
0: which is huge that's honestly huge it's huge and i amazing. read somewhere today that that means that one fifth of the world's gay queer
1: population now their their sex is decriminalized that's amazing that's, that's amazing and it just makes me so happy and truly i mean we get all up in arms about things that go on in our supreme courts and our everything here that affect our what 350 million people in america i think we're a little closer to 400 million but that's okay okay, okay. <laughs> But, like, India is, like, over a billion people. Yes. That's, that's so many people. Yes. And, like, I mean... A fifth of the world's population, <laughs> girl! <laughs> that's amazing. I just think it's amazing. And I, and I, I wish I had more of a global eye for, for politics and things that are going on, especially in places where, like, most of the population of the world is concentrated, like India and China. It's amazing. But there's also other sad, sad news um, for, honestly... The world in music for music in general <laughs> for the past, present and the future. Honestly, that was a hint. OK, that um, was a hint. <laughs> the R.I.A.A.,
0: the Thank Recording you. Industry in... Artists of America.
1: Wow. This is why we keep you around, Jerome. Um, I made that up. Oh, OK. No, <laughs> I okay. can't tell you if it's true. <laughs> um, they updated their sales figures Um, for, you know, how much the albums are out here selling and whatnot. And as you know, as you all know... As every good person <laughs> should know. <laughs> Thriller has been the best-selling album of all time. Of all time. Since literally the 80s. <laughs> because, it's, because it's an iconic... Because it's literally amazing. Amazing piece of work. It's an amazing... It's Oh my God. Amazing. We'll get there. But they updated their, their sales figures and apparently... I can't even... Apparently! I, <laughs> <laughs> apparently... Thriller is no longer the
0: best selling album of all time. How crazy is that? It now is the Eagles'
1: greatest hits? Literally, yes. The Eagles, what is it called? I don't even know. the greatest hits album released in like the 70s. Has been creeping and creeping. And what's more? I'm what's sick of it. More?
0: It's a greatest hits album. Like, if you put all of your best selling songs. On one album that you've accumulated over years and years, like, congratulations, it's gonna sell really well. <laughs> Did you know that Michael Jackson released thriller as an album, not as
1: his best songs over the past however many years, as all song new songs? I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy and ridiculous. And not to I don't I don't want to like be out here shaming the Eagles. I I know nothing about the Eagles. <laughs> I couldn't name you a single Eagle song. <laughs> um well, I can because it's also the title of the album that is also in third place for best-selling album of all time, Hotel California. You know that song. Welcome to the hotel, Ca-. you know it. Come on. Yeah, maybe it's just the Californian in me, but yeah, Michael Jackson's Thriller is like now sandwiched in between these two Eagles albums as like the best albums of all time, and that make that just. Well, it's wrong. Thank That's you. what you're <laughs> trying to say. It literally <laughs> was wrong. Um, but it got us thinking about, like, just how iconic. How incredibly iconic. So, of course, when an, when an oh album comes
0: out, you know, you kiki with all your friends and you figure out what the good songs on the album are. Um, you go through the track list. Totally. And when we recently discovered that the Thriller was removed from its position as the best-selling album of all time. Uh, of all time. Literally of all time. Um, we had to go through the Thriller track list and oh my God, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Michael Jackson's
1: amazing. Are you kidding me? And honestly, what's more is that the two albums on either side of Thriller, Off the Wall and Bad, are, are honestly amazing. Also amazing. amazing <laughs> are honestly amazing. So today we are um, gonna take you through um, all three albums. Um, and then we are going to reveal to each other um, which track off of each album is our favorite. So Jerome and I have picked our favorite tracks off of these literally amazing albums. Um, and we'll, we'll let you in on why they're amazing and special.
0: So we're starting with Off the Wall,
1: um, which was released in 1979.
0: Michael Jackson is 20 years old, almost 21, but not quite. This is his first solo adult album. He has had some like solo albums as a child. But, you know, it's a lot of covers. It's He's still doing Jackson 5 stuff. The Jackson 5 at some point becomes the Jacksons. I don't really know the... The rebranding. The history <laughs> on that one. But this is his first solo album. It's also in- interesting that these three albums, Off the Wall, Thriller and Bad, are the three Michael Jackson albums produced by Quincy Jones. Yeah. And Quincy Jones is an icon.
1: Truly an icon.
0: He's also a little problematic, which is I, what I yes. was
1: learning from my father and sister <laughs> recently. I but know. There was like a recent interview with him where he was saying all types of mess. He was just stupid. Um, but we're, we're going to save that for, for not now. For a different time. Um, um, anyway, Quincy Jones had
0: produced uh, The Wiz, which is an incredible film. Um, my childhood. And that's where he and Michael Jackson met. And he said, yeah, I'll produce your album. Let's
1: do it. And so we start... Off the album. We start off this iconic album, Off the Wall, um, with an amazing track. Don't stop till you get enough. Disco, dance, percussion, getting me in the groove to move. Give me another rhyme with that one. (laughs) Um, In the groove to move so I can shake my shoes and um, (laughs) do the do. Thank you very much. This has been... Which part of that Mm. was supposed to rhyme? They were all quite slanted.
0: Thank you. Um, you. We open with Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, followed by Rock With You. Are you kidding me? Followed by Working Day and Night, which is a bop.
1: There's this, it starts off with this like hot percussion part with some like, you can hear like breathing. Oh my God, it's amazing. It's amazing. Then we get Get On The Floor,
0: Off The Wall, the title track, Girlfriend, She's Out Of My Life is a great song. Um, I Can't Help It, great song cover of a Stevie Wonder song. It's The Falling in Love and Burn This Disco Out to finish us off.
1: He really delivers I think a, a stunning like debut solo album. Yes, he's been in the public eye for literally ever. ever at this point. But like, I don't know, like think of if anyone nowadays was going to like, you know, break out you know, like a, like a Disney Channel star, who like you've seen for years them growing up or whatever but Hillary Duff like comes out with her like <laughs> solo breakout album right it's not off the wall it's not off the no wall no one does that anymore you're absolutely Ever, right anymore. you're absolutely right before we get to your fave yes
0: um what do people, like what's really famous off of this don't stop people you get enough and rock with you maybe but i feel like most people don't know most of the songs off this album
1: yeah i think like some really overlooked ones i think rock with you is pretty it made at least a big splash when it was was out and like I know my family bumps from yeah
0: forty years ago.
1: (laughs) Rude, Um, but I think like the biggest overlooked ones um, are probably working day and night, and I can't help it. Yes, correct. I can't help it is like it's a precursor of what is to to come on on thriller, really with Lady in My Life. In my opinion, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, But it's like it's an amazing kind of like down tempo, sexy R and B slow jam moment.
0: Yeah. If you're looking for a B-side to start, I can't help it. And then go listen to Esperanza Spalding's cover of I Can't Help It? No, that's Ooh. amazing. Okay, anyway. Something also that I think will keep coming up is that I don't think that Michael Jackson gets a lot of credit for his songwriting capabilities. That's I mean, he's real. an amazing singer, amazing dancer, amazing performer. But he wrote Don't
1: Stop Till You Get Enough and Working Day and Night. Which are, which are really iconic songs. I mean, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough... I hear that in malls all the time. I hear that cool. out ice skating. I hear cool. Ice skating at the mall. <laughs> Where else? At the town, at the job. She keeps <laughs> at the, the town. Cool at the job. Thank you. Thank you. But like it it still gets play. That's all I'm trying to say. It's like You're it's right. still out I here mean, in it's the iconic. consciousness. It's timeless. Thank you.
0: That's what they say. Don't stop till you get enough. And I would say that we have not yet gotten enough. Kenyon, what is your favorite
1: song on Off the Wall? Okay, I was kind of surprised when you said that this was, you know, less known. Because I think this is the obvious choice for me. This is the obvious choice off this album. This is Rock With You. This yeah. is my absolute favorite <laughs> off of this song. A First, <laughs> do they play it on the lute? <laughs> the lute and the liar, honey, you, you <laughs> best believe. First of all, it's a classic song. It's, like, well, well written. Such that, like, it's been covered by all sorts of artists. I've even covered it before. <laughs> <laughs> that's anyway we're saving that what did you day. say
0: i cannot believe you just said that <laughs> have you not ever it's been covered by all <laughs> kinds of iconic
1: artists i did not say iconic artists yes you did i said all sorts of artists yes you did all sorts of you all said iconic people that make tommy time. roll the tape back <laughs> tommy up. anyway um it really is a classic song, and I mean, I want to highlight the songwriting on this. I know you just talked about Michael Jackson being an incredible songwriter, but I also want to talk about Rod Temperton. Ooh, yes, um, who is an is an amazing songwriter, um, and I don't think got a lot of the credit um, that he was due when he was alive. Even in his death, he passed away fall twenty sixteen. For m- me and my family, we were like out here mourning. But Rod Temperton uh, wrote "Rock with You" and also wrote um, "Off the Wall" and "Burn This Disco Out" on this album he would then rejoin with Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson <laughs> to write on the next album, Thriller. He wrote Thriller, Baby Be Mine, and The Lady in My Life. Lady in My Life is literally your favorite <laughs> song of all time. <laughs> um, and I think it's, it's, I think it's really cool that um, he, he was also an English writer. He like, grew up in the UK, hmm. and he's out here writing music that um, has become iconic American classics. And what's more, it's music that um, references... And also has become an integral part of black music making in America. Um, so it's an interesting like cross-cultural um, experience going on. And I, I just found that quite, quite interesting. I love that. Yeah. I love uh, that. Not to mention the music video. The music video for this song <laughs> is iconic. Um, now, this is before you know the real, quote-unquote, invention of the music video. Which will literally come on <laughs> Michael Jackson's <laughs> next album. <laughs> Um, but you know, at this time, music videos were just like people standing there singing their song into a camera. But Michael Jackson looks amazing. He's wearing this like fully sequined jumpsuit in these hot boots. A spotlight is hitting him in the back. So he's like silhouetted, and you know. You love a silhouette. <laughs> you know, I love a good silhouette. Um, it's an amazing video. And I, at least personally, I think my, this is like also like the cutest era of Michael. I think he just looks right. really great. Anyway, that's my, that's my track. That's good. Rock with you.
0: That's good. Um, Well, speaking of Rod Temperton, um, I think that my favorite track off of Off the Wall is the title track, Off the Wall.
1: All right.
0: As you said, Rod Temperton, I mean, he and Quincy Jones wrote and produced what we listen to and think that's Michael Jackson. Exactly. Um, Off the Wall is literally the blueprint for a thriller. Like this is the song that was reworked and became thriller. Think about the opening and you've got those like synths and strings. Oh my god and that same like bass and drum moment. It is this song is thriller. You're so right. I know. Okay. That's why I'm saying it. I'm giving it (laughs) to you straight. (laughs) I mean, it's disco, it's funk, it's a little rock and roll. Like you've got so much going on. You talk about Michael Jackson as the king of pop, like mm-hmm. this is pop music not being, "Oh, everyone's into rock and roll right now, "Oh, everyone's into disco right now." Mm-hmm. It's like
1: pop as a genre that like is being created. I see just like the, solidific- the solidification of the genre as bringing bringing kind of all these elements parts. together. I feel that. I really feel that. Um, I, I didn't and know Michael Jackson really that. did that. But, I thought you would choose something else. I thought you were going to choose Working Day and Night, honestly. No, that's a good song. Because you love it. Every I time do. this comes on, you're like, this is my jam. I do so like, love that love song. Um, but that's off the wall and it's iconic. And if you haven't listened to it, lots of people who like, claim to know stuff about Michael Jackson claim just, to know. First of all, are out here listening to the Eagles. We all need to stop getting <laughs> them And you,
0: if you bought <laughs> <anything>. the Eagles' <laughs> greatest hits album this year, I need you to go buy Thriller twice. I need you to buy it on iTunes, and then I need you to go into your local record store and buy it on
1: vinyl. How dare you? How dare you do this to me? Personally. To Jerome personally. Speaking of thriller. Mm. Three years pass after.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Three years pass after Off the Wall. And now, in 1982... Michael Jackson releases Thriller. And I was thriller wondering is when, so when that iconic. voice was going <laughs> to go away. Leave me alone. Um, thriller is... Words can't describe. That's why I immediately went silent. Because Thriller's amazing. It's I'm angry about it. I'm angry <laughs> about how good it is.
1: Okay, I think I think we to just go through the track list at the top of this, we just have to say the titles. Thank you. And if you don't know what we're talking about when we see the title of each one of these songs I need you go listen to the song to as I said yourself.
0: before if you have ever listened <laughs> to the Eagles before it is now your obligation it is my reparation that you wow. go and buy thriller two or three times
1: so we can boost it back it deserves to be there because okay because we start off with wanna be starting something <laughs>
0: That's iconic. How do you start an album with Wanna Be Starting Something?
1: That's iconic. Okay, I'm sorry. We're supposed to be just reading the titles. Please continue. Wanna Be Starting Something. Into. Baby Be Mine. Mm. Into. The Girl Is Mine crossover hit featuring Paul McCartney. Into. Y'all. Into Thriller. And we're only halfway through the album. And you know when you get it on vinyl, you've got to flip it over. So Thriller happens and you're like on the floor and you're dead and you're done and you've died. You've literally died, but you've got to revive yourself so you can flip, flip it, over, it over and then beat it. Billy Jean, Human <laughs> Nature, B-Y-T,
0: the lady of my life. I mean, that's incredible. I cannot reiterate enough times that the Eagles have surpassed this album with their greatest hits album. Once again, I've never listened to this. <laughs> um, this was not a greatest hits. This was not a looking back retrospective. Michael Jackson released this three years after his previous album. Which three is his years. first
1: adult solo work. This, this is his second a, solo a adult album. album. A sophomore album. And every song is iconic.
0: Literally, every song is amazing. This is nine tracks. There are nine
1: tracks, it's 42 minutes and it is packed to the brim. Amazing writing, amazing arranging, absolute stellar vocal performances. I don't think I don't think Michael Jackson gets enough credit for a lot of things, <laughs> but like he's like he's really singing his heart out. He he's takes a you like damn to grit with wanna be starting something. He takes you like soul ballad with um the lady in my life and gives you like a little like kind of rock sprinkled on the top with beat it and human nature. Like, I just... I don't it's know a, What, you, it's what else would you want?
0: Nothing. I don't want anything else. So I just want this. So
1: you've got to tell me, Jerome, which which did you choose off of this? I think I have, I have an idea of which one you chose. I'm, But I want to see if I'm right. Which one did you choose?
0: So all these songs are amazing. All these songs... Like, you think of Michael Jackson. If you ask someone to say a Michael Jackson song, I'd say nine times out of ten they're going to say a song on this album. Totally. And that's incredible. That being said, me personally, my like top favorite songs are not the songs on this album. Wow. Like if I were ranking my top Michael Jackson songs, like the top two or three probably would not be from this album.
1: You hear that? Everybody drums, like a, a real deep Michael Jackson. Fan. Thank you. Know, you. He I love the deep cuts. <laughs> he doesn't really play with, you know, all the things that you all know. That's exactly what I mean. Um, <laughs>
0: And so this kind of was the hardest one of the three albums for me to pick, but I I'm going with PYT. Okay. What do you think I was gonna pick?
1: I thought it was gonna be PYT, and I'm amazing. Amazing.
0: Um I'm going with PYT. It's pop. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> it's so good. It's fun like you could turn, I mean, you could put on any of these songs at any point in time for the rest of (laughs) humanity, and it would go off, sis. Truly. (laughs) But, like, the next time you're at a party, put on PYT, and everyone's gonna lose their friggin' minds, I promise you. It's, it is amazing. What is really interesting to me is that the way that, you know, music production was happening at the time, Mm. um, and sales, et cetera, et cetera, Mm. uh, this album was released in 1982, but late, late Mm -hmm. November. Um, And the idea was that it was going to span the whole of 1983, that Michael Jackson would like have a top 10 song all throughout the year. And he did that. There were seven singles and this was the sixth. Oh, wow. And so what that means kind of, we led with our crossover anthem, The Girl Is Mine.
1: Entice them all. Right, to get, get people them in <laughs> interested,
0: <laughs> um, which was followed by Billie Jean, Beat It, to Start Starting Something, Human Nature, and then PYT. Even though it is like a certifiable bop, uh, people kind of were tired of Michael Jackson. People were like, we've been listening to Michael Jackson all year. Really? And I think that he was getting a little tired, too, of going out and performing and selling and selling this album. Mm. And it nearly did not make it into the top 10. Because I think that people just were like, had had enough in 1983. By the time September of 1983 rolled around, people were like, Michael Jackson, we get it. Which is crazy. But I, that is what happened. It only made it to number 10. Wow. And if you ask me, I think that Sony was paying some people to move some things around for it to get there. And really? that's the you shade. Some foul play.
1: Hmm.
0: Which then you might think, okay, well, how did he get a seventh top ten out of this album in the same year? And it's because the seventh the seventh and final single from this album was Thriller with the music video that invented music videos. Like Michael invented Jackson invented, invented music videos. In media form. PYT is enduring. Hmm. My other fun fact about PYT is that the rumor is that Michael Jackson – Wrote a song called Pyt Pretty Young Thing mm-hmm. that was a totally different song, and Quincy Jones was like, mm, "This isn't good," <laughs> <laughs> and so he called in someone else. All right, now to write Pyt. Anyway, PYT. Pyt. It's Pyt for me. All right, for for me, it's. I didn't think about what yours might be. It's. I mean, like, oh, I think I know what it is.
1: It's wanna be starting something. Oh, that's not what I was going to (laughs) say.
0: But that's a good song.
1: (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Um, It's, I mean, first of all, it is the album starter.
0: Because he wanted to be starting something.
1: Thank you. And if you want to be starting something, you've got to be starting something. (laughs) I mean, it's plain and simple. When I say that, like, this comes on and I, like, I can't control myself and I have to dance. (laughs) No, no, like, this comes on and, like, I'm, like, seized. I am, like, physically, like, I, like... Do you need a doctor? Do you (laughs) need help with that in some way? Literally shut up. You know when your song comes on in the club and you're, like, you just, like, (laughs) everything, everything goes. This is that for me. That, and I think that's that's really important. Dance music is important. Uh, Music that interacts with, like, your body and gets you moving. Like, yes, music is fun and intellectual. And there's a time and place for that. But, like, if you can get someone, like, in their body, like, living and loving it, like, You've done something really cool. You nailed it. Exactly.
0: And that's where it starts. I mean, I think that's incredible. That's like, the most important Oh, uh, my God. That's where this um, album begins.
1: I also think the song is amazing because of how long it is. This is the start of an album, and he's, he started with a, a song that clocks in just over six minutes. Who does that anymore, first of all? Literally, who does that anymore? Who out here in the pop sphere has... Not Ariana Grande. <laughs> the chutzpah to like really give you a song with some... like form and shape. So it starts you one place, takes you to another place across some like real time. I feel like we're getting just like sketches from artists now. I don't know. Yeah. Like two minutes to 45 seconds for a song is just like a teaser. That's the iTunes like preview. <laughs> <laughs> I also think this is amazing because of the lyrics.
0: Okay. Once again, Michael Jackson wrote this song.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And he was really out here telling a story and that's like all embedded in this like hot rhythmic, dun, 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 It's like, drive, horns, drums, hits, dips, tricks, everything. (laughs) What's (laughs) happening? What's happening? It gives you literally everything. The last thing I have to say about this song is that it was both massively influenced, but also massively influential. Um, Work. Thank you so much. Receiving and then giving on to be
0: received (laughs) once again.
1: Oh, that's the English language you were just speaking. I
0: please say whatever you had to say so we can get on to the next album. <laughs>
1: um, the coda at the end of the song, um, the mamase, mamasa, mamakusa, is lifted. Michael really lifted that directly um, from this Cameroonian saxophonist um, whose name was Manu Dibango. He released this uh, 1972 disco uh, dance song that had that like literal, exact musical phrase, same words and everything. Um, Michael really lifted that. And, um, you know, Michael, we can't do that anymore. But we're getting. Here's gonna, the thing Michael kind of lifted a lot of
0: things that's
1: here and there. That's really true. But it also, like, it really amplified that voice, I think, and, like, broadcast it in the future. Then you look at, like, Rihanna on uh, her iconic uh, Don't, don't Sound the, the Music 2007 it's right there. anthem. Please don't stop the music. It's, like, right there in your face. And, like, and that's. That's Michael Jackson's influence in the pop sphere, like incorporating disparate musical elements for the time, and like getting them into the consciousness. And now they're like totally used um, by artists here in our day. So, want to be. So what you're saying is that iconic. Rihanna is the new Michael Jackson. Mm, you, so no. Oh. But we, I love Rihanna. Thank you, <laughs> I love Rihanna, but like Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. You're right. All Alrighty,
0: right, moving on to our third album of the day. Bad
1: nineteen
0: eighty seven. Your butt is mine.
1: It's an interesting (laughs) lyric to start off with, Michael. (laughs) I must say. Is that the first lyric of that song? Literally your butt is mine, I believe. Maybe I I I just like you're right. I don't think you're right. Someone fact check me. Let's let's It is. See? You doubted me. How dare you? You have no proof. Tommy, <laughs> roll back the tape. <laughs>
0: um, this is a, this similarly to Off the Wall, it's hard to compare anything at all to Thriller <laughs> ever. Eagles. Um, I don't want to hear that name again. <laughs> um, it's hard to compare anything to Thriller. Uh, this one is less, you know, back-to-back number one iconic songs, um, but we still have some amazing, amazing things in here. Obviously, we begin with Bad. Our titular track. And we love a titular track. We really do. Michael Jackson really loves a titular track. <laughs> bad, thriller, <laughs> off the wall, dangerous, invincible, everywhere. <laughs> so we start with Bad, The Way You Make Me Feel, Speed Demon, Liberian Girl, Just Good Friends with Stevie Wonder. Amazing. I think that's because they were just good friends. Oh. Which is nice. Um, another part of me, which is Bob, um, Man in the Mirror. I just can't stop loving you, with Saida Garrett. Thank you. Dirty Diana <laughs> and Smooth Criminal. And and Leave Me Alone. Leave Me Alone. Don't forget Leave Me Alone. I, how could I forget Leave Me Alone? It Iconic. was a bonus track. It now no longer is a bonus track. Now it's just a part of the thing.
1: Iconic album. I think something's really cool about this. He released music videos for so many of these songs. Some of them were better than others. Fair, but you know, kind of expounding off of the thriller music video, which I believe like clocked in like thirteen minutes or something, it had like a full, like introduction and interlude of like non musical parts. Um, Bad was a short film, fully
0: wild. Um, Also, uh, Michael's writing credits are all over this thing. Mm, mm. Everything except just good friends with Stevie Wonder and Man in the Mirror. Michael Jackson is like the writer. He has the writing credit. That's great.
1: It's amazing, and it's That's honestly, great. it's it's an it's an amazing development from across the three albums. Now you see when you have like Quincy really heavily involved in the first two, also involved in the third one, but the writership like being taken over by Michael I think is an, an amazing artistic development to kind of go alongside the sonic development you see across the albums.
0: Absolutely, Kenyon. What's
1: your favorite track off of Bad? Favorite track is Man in the Mirror. Now, that's not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I
0: thought you were not going to say Man in the Mirror. Why?
1: I don't know. Don't you think it's a little on the nose? I think Man in, in the Mirror invented the on the nose. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm, I think like it's perfect. It strikes like a perfect blend. I'll, I mean, okay. I'll give you that. Like, Sell me on it. First of all, if we want to talk about ridership. Um, This one is written by Sayida Garrett and Glenn Ballard. Um, Sayida Garrett is also featured on the album in I Just Can't Stop Loving You, like we said. Um, And she also sings backup on this song. You can hear her in some of the little echoes of Michael's stuff.
0: Can we pause and talk about Sayida Garrett real quick? Word. I was going to choose I Just Can't Stop Loving You, Mm. which is really a great song, a beautiful duet. But But Sayida Garrett is like songwriter to the stars. Everyone from Donna Summer to Madonna, She's writing songs for everybody. The most iconic, which is what I really wanted to bring up, um, is that she wrote Love You, I Do for the <laughs> Dream Girls movie. Um, Literally no way. And she won a Grammy <laughs> for <laughs> writing that song. Um, wow. And that also might be the only Grammy that she's won, um, which Grammys is a shame. Uh, the Grammys are rude. And that's the conversation for another day. Wait, I just... i I just needed you to know that she wrote Love Me I, love while you, we're, I Do.
1: While we're having an aside, I need to step back to Thriller, because you just mentioned the Grammys. Yes. And while doing, you know, some preliminary Wikipedia research... <laughs> mm, um, Dress review. We talked about, you know, Thriller has nine songs on it. It won eight Grammys.
0: I mean, that's just incredible. Wh- like, y- wh- when will
1: your fave ever...
0: <laughs> and I don't want anyone to talk to me about anyone who has done anything like this that
1: I may have forgotten about because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Literally, I don't want to hear it ever. Anyway, we're back to bad. Thank um, you. And Saida so- <laughs> Garrett excuse me, um, is amazing. She's really amazing. And you can hear her on this track. Um, you can also hear a lot of other folks on this track um, because I think it's kind of genre. It's a genre-bending track. Mm. Um, I think it, like it's a feel-good song, um, but it's also like a call to action song. It falls in line with other MJ attempts at hits like Heal the World. Um <laughs> that was shady. Now I mean it was a hit like monetarily and it honestly raised a, a ton of money. And so did it do what it needed to do? Yes it I did. Guess so. Do I love it as a song? No I don't but I think this one like in terms of message mm-hmm. has a lot of the same themes but um is just like a is a is a better song. Um and it has a, a ton of influences. We've got like 80s production. We start off with that hot synth moment. Amazing. Amazing hook to get you into it. Um, And like, just kind of classic 80s drums as it gets bigger and bigger. There's also a lot of gospel influence on this track. Um, You've got the Winans. um, Who are, like, if y'all know gospel music, then you know the Winans because they're a, a group of brothers. They are basically the equivalent of, like, gospel's boy band they're each kind of famous in their own right and like as band leaders and as choir directors but then they got together to become the Winans, and like a um, jesus one direction thank you thank exactly, you exactly thank you um actually you're welcome is what I mean. <laughs> interesting the winens um and also the andre crouch choir um, Andre Crouch is another gospel artist who wrote other hits and like featured his choir on other major um, hits of the time, including Madonna's "Like a Prayer." Um, so you've got like a lot of influences in this thing. It's trying to be a lot of things, yeah. and I think because it pulls it off exceptionally well, it's my favorite. It's my favorite track. Then you get to the, you get to the end. It's like everything you want. It's like grounded and it's big and it makes you feel good. And I love that about this. So that's, that's why I chose Man in the Mirror. I can't believe you didn't think I was going to choose that. I mean,
0: I just, maybe I just am too cynical and by that I mean I'm inundated with the cynical world that we live in, which I should be doing a better job at rejecting, I guess. Um, that's you know, D, a feel-good song can just feel on the nose sometimes. But I mean, it, it executes. I mean, it does it really well. It, it also like
1: grows so well, because it starts really small, and then you get to the key change. Do you want to make the world a better place? Take a look at yourself, and then make that uh-huh. change! And you're like, brand new day. Can't you feel a brand new day? Honestly, another iconic hit. But that's mine. That's my track. Yeah. I would have thought that you would have picked The Way You Make Me Feel. Interesting.
0: It's a great song. It's really great. Um, this uh, No, I know exactly what I thought you were going to pick. I <laughs> thought you were going to pick Dirty Diana. No!
1: Oh, okay. I literally I'm so sorry. Diana. You don't like Dirty Diana. And I, I, think we, I think I've skirted this conversation with you for a while now, because I remember Dirty Diana came on at some point, and you were like singing, and I was like, mm, I don't like this song. And you were like, I love this song. And then I was like, okay, we're going to have to talk about this, apparently on the air. So that's, that's what we're going to have to talk about. this. You don't like Dirty Diana. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: not like my favorite song, but I thought you loved it.
1: No. <laughs> I no, thought you loved Dirty Diana. I think Dirty Diana, Diana is just boring. Oh it my just like God. doesn't go anywhere for me.
0: Sorry, Michael. <laughs> I love you. Wow. Um, Bad has so many good songs on it. Bad. The Way You Make Me Feel. We've already also talked about Man in the Mirror. Another part of me, which is also <laughs> really incredible. Um, I Just Can't Stop Loving You, Dirty Diana, which is Kenyon's favorite song. Truly, Smooth Criminal. But my favorite song is actually the song that I forgot was on this album when I was going through <laughs> the track list. And
1: it's Leave Me Alone. I thought you were going to pick that. I'm two for two, or two two for three. (laughs) Continue, continue.
0: All right. Um, Leave Me Alone is weird. It is kind of a weird, I guess less of a weird song and more of a weird video. What do you mean? Um, Well, have you seen the music video? Okay, I know what you mean. Thank you. (laughs) Um, As we were talking about this, I asked you about this very briefly before um, we started recording this episode. But I was reading this article about uh, someone on Vulture had ranked all of Michael Jackson's songs. But whoever this author was, was clearly not like a Michael Jackson fan, like had a lot of criticisms to share. And I think that the way that he is talking about himself is I'm not entirely convinced that he is sharing I think that he might be writing a song about himself in the public sphere. Does that make sense?
1: Expand. Like expand. Michael
0: Jackson writing about how Michael Jackson is perceived and treated. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Michael Jackson writing about how he is perceived and treated. I hear that. Um, which is kind of strange. And the video is like this like amusement park ride. And there are all these headlines about him and some of them are like totally speculative like he bought the elephant man's bones but then others of them are like totally correct like he got a ton of facial surgery and i think it's interesting that like those are all thrown in together i don't i don't really know what to make of it other than that he wants people to leave him alone um but the song is a bop <laughs> and so whatever it means uh, i really get down to it Um, But I think it's a very interesting look forward past these three albums.
1: Interesting. I hear that. Um,
0: I think that we end up getting a lot more of this Michael Jackson writing about Michael Jackson instead of Michael Jackson, or as opposed to Michael Jackson writing about himself.
1: And I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense coming out of Off the Wall and Thriller. I mean, he becomes the most famous person in the world. Yeah. The biggest like single star that the music industry had, had seen up to that point, and like people are going to concerts and like fainting on sight of him and screaming every time he gets out of his car or goes out of his window or like anything. And I, like I, especially now that we're in a quote unquote post Michael Jackson era, I think it's hard to think of a a, a celebrity, pre- oh, an idea right. of a celebrity before Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. but like he had to deal with so much. Yeah. So much. And he, I think, was like maybe the first. And now you, you get, you know, icons coming after him. Um, I'm thinking mostly of Beyonce because she's amazing okay. and other people, you know, like she's just like I think the only other person who's like single person who's come close to like that level of just like international okay. for, for, for music and for performance. I also think there's a lot of like parallels for how they they're kind of triple threats and like they, they write, they sing, they also dance incredibly well. Yeah. Just, like, kind of the, the fullest of packages. Yeah. Um, But that's really interesting about Leave Me Alone, and I I love the look into the future thing. I love that.
0: Yeah. But um, I love this song. I absolutely love this song. It really has a lot of cool and interesting sounds. I think kind of in opposition to whereas Man in the Mirror was bringing a lot of different things that a lot of people were doing at the same time, um, Leave Me Alone is almost doing the opposite. It is like some strange synths. It's some weird instruments. It is not what one might have expected of a pop song at the time.
1: And I think he really knows it. And that's that. We took you through the, the three um, and gave you the, the hits for us. I want to just
0: throw out some honorable mentions. I mean, as we move on into the future, um, Quincy Jones stops producing his albums. Michael Jackson starts producing his own albums. Um, which, you know, they just stop being as thoroughly good. It's kind of sad.
1: It is kind of sad. That being said, I think it's also just so hard to follow up. Yes. Like, how, do you, how would anyone ever follow up Thriller? Ever. No one has. You're right. Since. Ever. Like, there's just, like, when you set the bar so high for yourself, everyone's going to compare yourself to yourself, and like, just, it's
0: just hard. And you might even yourself compare yourself to yourself. Mm. And then what do you do? Um, but some honorable mentions from the following albums. Dangerous comes out in 1991. Uh, Remember the Time is an absolutely incredible song.
1: And iconic music video. Everyone's in it. Eddie Murphy. Um, yes. Oh, Come on. Magic Johnson is in that? I think he's in the jam video. <laughs> Magic Johnson and Shaq are in, I think, in the with basketball.
0: Go, uh... Go basketball. (laughs) I love sports. Continuing. (laughs) Um, Invincible, which is a full decade later, 2001. um, You Rock My World, which is kind of where we began with Rock. What's the other song called? Rock Your Body? Rock With You. Rock Rock Your Body (laughs) is a
1: Justin Timberlake song. How literally dare you? I actually think it's a
0: Black Eyed Peas song.
1: I want to rock your body. No, I'm
0: thinking about rock
1: your body. Oh. Rock, 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 rock your body. <laughs> okay, okay. Still, how dare you confuse any of that. But what about Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Mm-hmm. Gabe. Um, Thank you. You. Now, you know you. I love You Rock My World. It, I love it. It rocks your world. It rocks my world. Plain and simple. Um, and uh, for me, my honorable mentions um, also included You Rock My World, but also Scream. Oh, yeah. The iconic duet with Janet, who in her own right at that point had become like a literal megastar. Amazing. Yes. Scream and uh, Stranger in Moscow. Both of those Ooh. two are off of History, Past, Present, Future, Part 1. <laughs> I
0: can't even deal with that. I, I know. We
1: really started getting to the deep into the concept album there. Um,
0: but hot songs. Check them out. To finish it off, this is another little segment that we're going to do. Uh, and this segment is called Send It... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Honestly, I can, ke- I can live with the title. Thank you. I did not really uh, <laughs> confirm with Kenyon that we were going to call this Send It. Um, in, in each episode, we'll come up with a little message we want to share with somebody out in the world, and then we will send that message to them. And that's why we're calling it Send, send it! it! Yeah, okay. Send It! Okay. Um, this who are we going to do this week, Jerome? This week was Kenyan's mother's birthday. And I love her very much. Um, the
1: beginning of September is honestly a very special time in my life. Because you both get my mother's birthday. And my mother is a, a beautiful, amazing woman. And I love her very much. Thank you, Mom. Thanks, um, Mom. <laughs> if you see, what's that? Is that a Totino's commercial? I literally don't know. And at know. the end, they're like,
0: thanks, Mom.
1: You're like voice acting out here. And I can't I keep am. Up. And I'm a Foley artist. But I'll <laughs> save that for, <laughs> for <the> next
0: time. <laughs> the day before your mother's birthday is... Beyonce's birthday who we've already talked about maybe four <laughs> or five times already and so who rounds out that beautiful trio but my mother also that's um, true so our send it today is to both of our mothers and to Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter um thank you for getting us to where we are
1: today in the world wow I'm so happy that we're we're honoring y'all on this first episode honestly Because that's where you belong. It
0: must be, as it must be. We're only royalty this episode. (laughs) King of pop, yes. Queen of pop, also. Thank you. Um, Queen of the sky and queen of the sea. (laughs) Hmm.
1: Now, which mother is queen of the sky and which is queen of the sea? We'll have to discuss that at a offline, (laughs) offline (laughs) later date. Um, But yeah, we're sending out to our mothers. We love you all. Send it, <laughs> um, and that brings us to the the end of this moment. Oh, we made it! We did it. it was the first you, one.
0: Thanks for podcasting with me. Thanks for casting your pod far away from me. Actually, I didn't like the sound of that. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I didn't. Um, until next time, Sia. I love Sia. <laughs> we should do one of these with Sia.
1: Oh my god, see ya! Okay, wow, next time with see ya, guys, you'll be here (laughs) in person. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. We Love That is brought to you by Drone Walker and Kenyon Duncan.
0: Our music is by the incomparable Sophia
1: Campolamore. And our lovely artwork is done by Griffin Keller. See you next time. Bye. Thanks, y'all.